Julia Roberts, back to 1993 and caught in the middle. Putting the needle on the record, this is Phil Wilson's Vinyl Revival. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Side A of Phil Wilson's Vine Revival and on this week's show we've got some great music, we've got a special guest as well, we've got our album of the week, oddity of the week, number one of the week, we've got one from the vault on Side A and Side B and also we've got a 78 super oldie as well which we're going to take you all the way back to 1947 for that one and it's a musical hit as well. I'll tell you further details about what's coming up on the show this week straight after we go back to 1989 with Janet Jackson.
1989, Janet Jackson and Escapade. On the biggest radio stations across the planet, this is Phil Wilson's Vinyl Revival. And welcome to Side A. We've kicked things off there with Juliet Roberts and Caught in the Middle from 1993. And then you've just heard Escapade there from Janet Jackson from 1989. We took it from the album there. And uh, you can tell it always, can't you, when you play an album track because the pressing is a little bit quieter, isn't it? And it's a bit less bassy as well. That's what I find in any case. And we've got something like that coming up later on, actually, from the Osmonds. We're going to be playing a track which we have played off the 7-inch single before. We're going to play it off the uh, the album. Uh, our very best to you, I believe, the album's called. So we'll be uh, playing a track from that a little bit later on. This week also, my special guest is going to be Jerob. Yes, he was the opener... Uh, opening act for the King's Coronation uh, concert when Prince Charles became King Charles III. So, um, yeah, Jared will be joining us talking about his common tour, which is across UK and Europe. And also, um, he's going to be releasing a, uh, an album as well very, very soon indeed. So, um, stay tuned for that. He's coming soon. Also, we've got a one from the vault, which we're going to take you back to 1965 this hour. And the funny thing about it is, is that on side A and side B, both people are called Dave. One of them's a Dave, one of them's a David. But I bet they're all called Dave in any case. So uh, we've got a Dave coming up this hour from 1965, so stay tuned for that. We've got our album of the week as well, which is a fabulous album of the week. It's Rose Tiger. It's The End Forever, and it's on Upton Park Records. It's a brand new release, and it's a beautiful vinyl that we're playing it off as well. A great artwork there on the cover. And if you'd like to get a copy of the record, the code is UPP19178. So we'll have two tracks this hour and also on side B as well. Got number one of the week and also 78 Super Oldie. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But are you ready for the Odyssey of the Week clue? Well, here it is. This oddity was amazing in 1972. So pipe down. This oddity was amazing in 1972, so pipe down. Any ideas what that is? Get your answers into this radio station right now, and we will reveal the answer in about an hour and 20 minutes from now. Jerob's coming next, but before that, let's go back to 1977 with Mike Bat. Welcome to Side A.
With the walls of the world, a first play here on Phil Wilson's Vine Revival, the wonderful Mike Batts, who, of course, uh, everyone thought that he was a womble. Is he? We may have to get him on the show just to find out. Stay tuned to this frequency. I think we're going to have Jerob joining us now. rising pop artist Jerob has returned with a heartfelt new ballad named You and I, which is the first offering from his new EP scheduled for release in March 2024. Out via independent label Elevate Music, the single follows what's been an incredible year for the 25-year-old singer-songwriter. Back in May, Jerob made a landmark appearance at the King's Coronation concert, which saw him open the show alongside Vula for a triumphant performance with Pete Tong's Ibiza Classics Orchestra, which looked absolutely fantastic and did sound fantastic as well. Showcasing your uplifting vocals to 20,000 invited guests and it was streamed across the globe. Jerobs continued to flourish and has recently performed at Latitude and Great Escape Festival as well as hosting a headline show at London's The Lower Third. This autumn, he's preparing to embark on a 30-date UK and European tour, supporting singer-songwriter J.P. Cooper. And Jerob joins us now. How are you doing, Jerob? How are you doing, Flo? I'm doing well, thank you. Fabulous. Well, it's great to see you and have you on the show. Now, firstly, I must congratulate you on an immaculate performance at the King's Coronation Concert, which looked and sounded absolutely fabulous. How did it feel being chosen to perform for the celebration show and being asked to be the opener? Well, yeah, it felt really, really surreal, to be honest with you. Um, I remember getting the call from my manager um, and, uh, yeah, I just couldn't believe it to start with. And the, the, as the weeks went by, it slowly sank in. Um, but even whilst I was there, it was a very surreal experience. Felt really special, really honoured to be be there. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. And did you meet any of your idols when you were there? I wouldn't say idols, but um, 
definitely met some incredible um, legends in the game, um, like you know Lionel Richie, Katy Perry. Wow. They were just so so warm, and um, yeah, it was great to meet them. And of course, I bet it was strange that you were opening the concert, and then we had Lionel Richie closing the concert. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it was it was um, yeah, definitely a, a bill full of legends. And how did you prepare for the performance, which had such a large global audience? Um, to be honest, you you prepare for it just like any other other show, because it technically isn't any other show, obviously. But you 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 learn your learn your lyrics, you learn your song, and um, you be professional and you try your best to um, keep your poise, even if you are nervous. Because was it like was it like? Let's not think of maybe millions and millions around the world watching this, as well as probably the whole of the, you know Great Britain watching it as well. It's just like <laughs> let's just go out on that stage and let's just. <laughs> yeah, can't think about it too much. Even though there were half a billion people watching, you just you just kind of have to uh, go out there and and be in the moment. That's right, and you certainly were, and it looked great. You looked very relaxed, actually, and the performance was absolutely fantastic. Thank you. I tried my best. I tried my best. And then after when when, when uh, George Ezra came on, there was a bit of technical problems. So I bet you're pleased that you didn't have those at the start. Yeah. No. No. It was all smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. Absolutely fantastic. And did you meet King Charles after the show? I didn't. No, you didn't. No, he didn't come no. round. No, he didn't. And he didn't come round at the start and say, you know, have a do a good show. Good luck. <laughs> no, no, he didn't say that. No, he didn't. No. Oh well, I'm I'm sure he totally enjoyed your performance. In any case, and he probably can watch it on YouTube if you wanted to. True, true. He could <laughs> he could watch it again. Now let's go back in time. Um, you were born in Nigeria before moving to Nottingham, age ten. Was music a big influence on in your life from uh, like before coming to the UK? Um, not not as much. I think music kind of um, came into my life in a prominent way more in my teenage years than right. before I was ten. I listened to music, you know, I listened to a little bit of music with my brother and with my parents, but um, it wasn't as much as. I, I, me discovering it for myself when I was a teenager. And are you from a musical family? Not re relatively. My, my parents aren't musical, but my my they've they've always encouraged me and my siblings to learn you know music and piano and guitar. They've always been really really encouraging of the music. Me my, my brother me and my brother were in a little group together when we were younger. So he he's a bit musical. My youngest sibling actually she's she's quite musical. She's um she's very talented, great writer. Um but I guess the children are musical in in a way. Yes. But the, our parents aren't in any way. No, and do you think you would do any collaborations with one of your sisters there? Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Well, we'll have to watch the space then. Watch the space. <laughs> yeah. Now, at school, were you musical, or did you do any performing uh, there, or did you save it for when you got home? At school, 
Um, yeah, no, I, I remember being in, in um, like year, year 10, year 11, we, we sang a lot and we, I did music, GCSE music, so wow. we, we sang, we sang and um, yeah, we always loved singing and playing different instruments and lunchtime and going into the music room and stuff. When I went to college, um, yeah, I'd spend a lot of time in the music room playing the piano, singing. Yeah. I wish I did music, actually. I did media studies instead. And then all of a sudden... I also did, did media studies. Did you do media studies as well? No. Yeah, at school they just said, they said, they, I think they did like, they played a piece of music and then you had to spot how many instruments were uh, in the in the piece that they played. I got them all right. And then they spoke to the music teacher who was next door and then the classroom next door who did music while I was in the media studies class. And he came through and he says... Are you sure you don't want to do music? <laughs> and now I wish I did because oh. it's, I just, you know, I, I love playing the music. I've Music's been with me from, you know, it's like I was born with the microphone in my hand and a turntable with the records on. <laughs> wow. You know, wow. yeah, so yeah, it's special. like, it's, it's, yeah, but yes, it's really good that you did the media study side of things because you'll have learned how to, you know, maybe act on camera and things like that and, you know, perform maybe as well as having, getting the yeah, musicality it was, it was going. More, it was more the yeah, I mean, media studies for me was more like dissecting, you know, pieces of, of media and film and kind of, I created a little bit, but it was less about performance and more about, you know, understanding and annotating um, pieces of art. Now, can you tell us um, how things moved along after leaving education? Did you go straight into music or did you do anything else? Education, as in what form? As in so, did you do? So, when you finished, you well, did, well, you, did you go to college or anything after leaving? Yeah, school? so I, I left. I left. Um, I left um, secondary school. Went to college. Um, after college, I went to university. Um, and after university, um, I did music. Yeah. And have you done it? Did you have any Saturday jobs or anything? <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've had a few a few jobs in my time. I I, um, I worked for um, Speedo, right? The, the the swim company. I worked as a sales assistant for a while. That was my first job. I I worked for Costa for a little bit. Um, wow. Hated that. It was horrible. <laughs> it wasn't very good. It was too high pressure. Lots happening at one time. I like to take my time. Um, yeah, I've had a few few jobs. <laughs> Excellent. We'll be back with Jerob in about uh, ooh about uh, forty five minutes from now. Now it's time for this. Phil Wilson's one from the vault. And now we're going to take you back to 1965 with Dave Berry. Yes, the first of two Daves on the show this week. Dave Berry here's I'm going to take you there from 1965. And our album of the week is coming next. No 
Bill Wilson's Album of the Week. Bill Wilson's Final Revival. And this week's Album of the Week, we're going to take you to a brand new album. It's Rose Tiger, The End Forever on Upton Park Records. And if you'd like to get a copy of the vinyl album, the code is UPP. 19178 and the tracks that we're going to play you this time round are Scarlet Eye and Could Be a Fantasy as Rose Tiger The End Forever is our album of the week by the way have you got the Odyssey of the week correct yet well I'll give you the clue one more time for now this Odyssey was amazing in 1972 so Hype down. Any ideas what that is? Drop me a message to this radio station. Otherwise, studio at vinylrevivalradio.com.
This is Michael Burdett from The Amber Quills. You're listening to Phil Wilson's Vinyl Revival. This is Phil Wilson. Sit on the couch, come tell me more. Wanna hear everything you've got in store. Release it all, loosen up your grip. I promise it will be one hell of a trip. Release them all, those memories. Cause you didn't do your duty of mourning. So open it up, open it good. This Pandora's box has been locked since your childhood.
our album of the week this week on Phil Wilson's Vinyl Revival. It's the brand new album from Rose Tiger. It's called The End Forever on Upton Park Records. And if you'd like to get a copy of the record, the code is UPP19178. And the tracks that you've just heard there were... They were... Could be a fantasy. And before that, you heard Scarlet Eye. And we'll have another two tracks from our album of the week coming up on Side B. Also, we've got our Oddity of the Week as well. Now, have you got the answer correct yet? Well, here is the clue once again. This Oddity was amazing in 1972. So pipe down. That's This Oddity was amazing in 1972. So pipe down. Any ideas what that could be? Hmm. I don't know if I've actually featured this as an oddity of the week before, to be honest. You will have to correct me if I'm wrong, mind. Drop me a message at this radio station right now. Otherwise, studio at vinylrevivalradio.com. It would be great to hear from you. So that um, that clue, once again, is... I nearly give uh, you the next clue there, you know. <laughs> nearly give you a bit early there. You would have loved that. This oddity was amazing in 1972, so pipe down. Um, I can't really help you with this one at the moment because it would give it away straight away. I know that for sure. Hmm. So this oddity was amazing in 1972, so pipe down. Get your answers in to this radio station right now and we will reveal the answer in about an hour from now. Still to come, our number one of the week, but let's do this. Let's go back to 1989 with Gloria Estefan.
We're doing a bit of salsa in there. Gloria Estefan. Oye, mi canto. I think she's going to say it as well. Here she is. Oye, mi canto. I thought so. Thank you, Gloria. This week's number one of your week. And this week, the number one of the week, we're going to take you back to 1973 for this one. It spent one week at number one in the UK Top 40, spent 24 weeks on the UK charts from the 26th of May 1973. It is those two people who formed a group, Peters and Lee. Lenny Peters and Diane Lee, here's Welcome Home as our number one. Still to come, our 78 Super Oldie, coming soon. I'm so alone, my love, without you. You're a part of everything I do. When you come back and you're beside me.
one week at number one in the UK from 1973, Peters and Lee. Super Oldie. And welcome home. Still to come, we've got music coming up from the Osmonds before we flip ourselves over from side A to side B. But now let's go back to 1947. This is a B-side of the good old 78. It's Irving Davies and Wendy Toy with an Annie Get Your Gun medley. Well, it's actually Annie Get Your Gun. Um, from 1947 on Columbia Records. And this B-side features the tracks Who Do You Love? So here we go then as we crank the turntable up to 78 RPM. Here's Irving Davies and Wendy Toy with our 78 Super Oldie. Who do you love, I hope? Who would you kiss, I hope? Who is it going to be? I hope, I hope, I hope it's me. Who do you want, I hope? Who do you need, I hope? Who is it going to be? I hope, I hope, I hope it's me. Is it the blondie who gave you the cake? I saw that look in her eye. Is it the butcher who brought you a steak? Say that it is and I'll die. Who do you love, I hope? Who would you kiss, I hope? Who is it going to be? I, I hope, hope, I hope, I hope it's me. Now, little lady, if you'll step up to the parapet, I'll give you a lesson in marksmanship. You couldn't give me a lesson in long-distance spitting. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything you can say, I can say faster. I can say anything faster than you. No, you can. Yes, 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 I 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 can. Yes, Neither can I. Anything you can sing, I can sing sweeter. I can sing anything sweeter than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. 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 No, you can't, can't, can't. Yes, I can, can, can. Bad, bad man. Bad, bad man. 
lovely there Irving Davies and Wendy Toy with Annie Get Your Gun medley there that was the B-side there on Columbia Records there back to 1947 there on the good old 78 we're going to kick off side B with Deacon Blue Real Gone Kid but to take us there let's go back to 1973 with Yosmans and Let Me In and we'll see you on side B Loving you could be so easy Loving you could make me warm Ever since the day I left you I tried but I just can't get you Out of my mind Thought that I could do without you Yo 